I just walked up behind him and said, you know, are you in line? And he turned around and said, no, he was just waiting. I said, are you the blues coach? And he said, yes. The blues at Starbucks, that's one way to start the weekend. And hey, let's start the show. Yeah, it's boozy brunch. I have a new insulated thermos, so I will not spill. And I have my drink right here. Does the clink sound better? Hey, it's getting better. So much better. Boozy brunch, the weekly podcast where we look back on the week of our shows on 106.5 The Arch. We're on. While shirking the no alcohol rule. Mm -hmm. Monday through Friday, 9, 5 to 9. I haven't started sipping, I promise. But yeah, we were talking this morning, we do happy endings every Friday, just stories of positivity, things, good things that happen to you. Mm-hmm. And Samantha called and said, hey, I was at Starbucks, happened to run into the head coach of the St. Louis Blues. I met the Blues coach at Starbucks. Whoa! Hey, hey. congratulations! I know, right? <laughs> did you talk to him or did you just stare in awe? Well, I, I thought he was standing in line and I just walked up behind him and said, I didn't realize it was him. He's taller than I thought. I just said, you know, are you in line? And he turned around and said, no, he was just waiting. And I thought, I so I've been looking at that face for <laughs> a week now. So... <laughs> I said, are you the blues coach? And he said, yes. And then I was so, like, befuddled because I was so excited. I just said something stupid and then moved on. (laughs) Why does that happen? I met I know Dave Grohl one time for a brief moment and I was like, oh, can you sign this? Like I, I wanted to tell him I loved his work, that I was a big fan and I didn't. I know I had all these things I wanted to say and, and I just, I don't know. I don't even remember what I said. Something stupid. And then I said, well, you know, best of luck. We're super excited about this. And and then I walked away and I thought, man, I would love to have a picture with him, but I didn't want to be a dork. I'm surprised <laughs> he's buying his coffee. That's Saint what Lu- I was thinking. St. Louis isn't like, hey, coach, we got this one for you. We have, you have Even more- though he went to get his own coffee. Don't you have game plans to do? <laughs> don't you have practices to oversee? I would so have bought him one. <laughs> I would ask him, did you really talk to Gunnarsson while you were both sitting next to each other, <laughs> standing next to each other in the urinals? Uh, that's breaking bathroom etiquette. <laughs> Gunnarsson was like, just give me one more chance. And the coach was like, you're in. (laughs) He's like, well, looking over, your aim is pretty good right now. I don't see any uh, damage to the floor. You're right. You're getting the puck in OT. That's amazing. And I'm glad to hear that he wasn't like dismissive or or anything like that. Because especially he has so much on his mind right now. He was so chill and cool, just like he is, you know, when you see him on TV. And he was so nice. He just said, thanks a lot. I mean, that's how you acted, as you said, when you met Dave Grohl. When you see someone that's so famous or right. who you look up to so much, especially unexpectedly like it's that. It's like my brain disassociated from my mouth. And I wasn't just like that with Dave Grohl. I met Art Garfunkel one time. I had no idea he was coming into the station. And I was making a bagel. And I, I look up. I'm like, why is my Uncle Gordy here? And then I'm like, oh, my God, it's Art fucking Garfunkel. I could not believe it. And I got so starstruck. Especially, though, I'm going to interject real quick because this was at the old station in California. Right. Right. I worked there too, and that the kitchen was like the kitchen in like a, a single wide trailer. It, it, right to s- call what was on the counters for Micah would be like a compliment. <laughs> yeah. So then to see one of the most famous musicians of the 21st century just like using the coffee creamer, I I assume was like 
it took your brain, as you said, you thought it was your uncle, a second to like put it together. What the hell? I was making a bagel, and he was like, what do you have there? And I'm like, a bagel. <laughs> and I go, do you want one? And he's like, oh, I'll just take that one. And I was like, no, that one's mine. <laughs> but uh, I only said that because I had already been like licking my fingers and eating the cream cheese off of it with my fingers. So I was like, I'll make you a new one. Do you want cream cheese? And he's like, no, thanks. And I'm like, okay. So I immediately put tons of cream cheese all over it. The way you're telling the story, by the way, I feel like is the exact tone of voice you had with him the entire time. You're not joking. Like, I'm freaking out just thinking about it. But here's what I wonder now that we're wait, talking wait, wait, about wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to ask you about the cream cheese. Sorry. After you finish, I'm gonna, I just want to say cream cheese out loud so I don't forget. Go ahead. Cream cheese. Um, I really wonder, you know how famous people tend to be in their own world and they seem stuck up and mm-hmm. all of these things. Well, no wonder because we're all idiots when we try to talk to them. I, their perspective of the world must be so different. Like, no one can speak. No one can speak the English language or put a full sentence together. That and hardly anyone ever says no to them. Uh, John Mulaney has a bit about that <laughs> where he was working with uh, Mick Jagger on SNL and he had to write sketches with him and he was like... it. To most people, he would seem like a dick, but if you've been surrounded by, yes, people, agents, fans, for, what, 50 years... That's very generous. Then your whole... (laughs) Well, when did they get famous? I guess over 60 years? Yeah. (laughs) That you just, your worldview is different, so he he would be like, oh, I'll pitch him a line for uh, this joke. How about this? And he would just go, no, not funny. (laughs) And like, that seems like you're being a jerk. Kind of you are if you're a normal person, but regularly he's just so no next no and right. then one time he's and he goes oh and then he just goes diet coke and holds out his hand and then within thirty seconds there was a diet coke in his hand. I've seen that bit by John Mulaney and it's absolutely true. Like ima- I wonder what I would be like if I was just in a bubble where everyone told me given that permission yes to everything that everything I said was hilarious that I was so amazing and so much better than everyone else. I'd probably be horrible. Well, there's a fine line I think that you have to find if you are going to be that famous. Lady Gaga's documentary that came out a couple of years ago kind of showcased it. It left me not liking her as much. I was hoping that I would like her more. Mm. But the one thing I did take away from it was if you're going to be on that high of a level, and I guess we can all... Excuse me, hold on. A little... Yeah, I heard it, little, even without the mic. A little burpee. Uh, even like us on a smaller level, or on your personal life, I think everyone can take this lesson in some way, but it's like, if you want me to do what you want me to do, I have to have this certain environment. So for her, it was like, the world is expecting things of me. I have a millions of dollars endorsement with Pepsi, or mm-hmm. I have my record label, and I have this. And all of this is based on me performing God. and being Lady Gaga. What a different life. I have a $30 endorsement. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> but still, though, I'm saying, if you pare it down, and same for you, like, yeah. your job is to have fun on the radio. Right. Her job is to be this huge persona and a singer, so certain things need to be correct. And that's where certain people can be seen as divas because, you know, you'll hear some women's or men's concert riders. I'm saying women's come specifically thinking of Mariah Carey. Me too. Like I was an, totally thinking of that. All white dressing room with this kind of curtains and room temperature water. Don't look me in the eye. But then if you break it down, like room temperature water, because cold water constricts your vocal cords. So mm-hmm. you don't want to do that if you're going to go singing. If you want Mariah Carey to hit those notes, don't give her ice water. Right. So like some things make sense in that way. But other times I think if you're in that cocoon for so long, all of a sudden you're just absolutely like you're not in the real world anymore. But I want—I said cream cheese out loud because 
I want to know, was he gracious? Did you make him a new one? Did he take the cream cheese or did he be like a celebrity and say, no, no cream cheese? He was gracious. He said, thank you very much. If you have a name like Garfunkel, I feel like you've built some humility before you became famous. I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe he walked into the station and I didn't know he was coming. And he really did look like my Uncle Gordy. I couldn't I couldn't handle it. Is he the fam- most famous person you've had an interaction with? Because I know probably you, Adele got famous, but you had your interaction with her before she got giant. And she had just released Chasing Pavements like that was her big song. And she hadn't won her Grammy yet. For um, what was the name of that station? Mix what? One mix one hundred four point nine. If you Google mix one hundred four point nine, if you Google Adele mix one hundred four point nine, that video will pop up on YouTube. You got will it. I that's how I found it. Oh my god! I got to watch it. I haven't seen it forever. And she sang to you in a studio that was. She like, was closer to me than you are right now. And when she sang, if we both extended our arms, we could touch each other's fingers, ET style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a ten foot by ten foot room, and she's singing "Chasing Pavements" to your face. And then she sang. It wasn't "Hello." What was the next one? Her first big hit. Yeah. <sighs> Why can't I what recall was, it? Siri, what was Adele's second single? Oh, that's not... Give me a hint. Shit. Don't tell me. Just give me a hint. Give me a hint. Because I wasn't a big fan of Chasing Pavements. No, me neither. But the video... I never got video, the slang. The video was really yeah, intriguing. Yeah, cool. Every they, Should I give up? Or should I why, I, It's driving me crazy. Um, oh, my God. Come on. My brain is not working. I got to be honest. There's not a lot of big songs until Hello. Was it Hello? Was that the next one? No. I wouldn't think so. Oh, these are... Oh, this is stupid. Let me find a You better. know what's stupid is that I can't think of it after all this time. I should have... No, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up and then I'll give you the hints like you want. Okay, give me a hint. Give me a hint. Give me a hint. Oh, it's a ah! good one. Okay, there's two. I'm not sure which one it is. Um, you want it's me to hum it? It's multiple words, right? Yes. What's the first word start with? I'm go- Here, I'm going to... No, that will give it away. Are you giving me Hummer? I'm gonna, I'm gonna play first five notes with you. Okay. So okay, we okay. play first five notes on the radio at eight twenty five. We play the first five notes of a song. You have to tell us what it is. So I'm gonna try uh, the first five. Someone notes. like you. Well, what the fuck? Now I can't ah! play. All right, I'll do the other one. Because was it that one or was it the other one? Which it goes, was the other one. Oh, oh, oh. Da, 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 da. I'm not getting it. This is awful. I'm not a good singer. How about the chorus? <laughs> I'm not going to guess because I like I like this game. Sounds like counting sheep. <laughs> so. Rolling in the deep. <laughs> That's the one. Son of a bitch. Oh, God, I feel so stupid. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, you also sang. had me singing. The last time I was in chorus was fifth grade, <laughs> and was, everyone got to be in it. Oh, that's so cute. Anyway, that was amazing. Thank you for that fun game. She was cool, though, right? I mean, like a she personable was so person. Cool. She wasn't ready to be like a diva or anything. She showed up, and she was so genuine and just like, hey, cool, I'm not this big celebrity. And she wasn't yet, but her her accent is phenomenal. Like, just listening to her talk was a treat. But she also 
just like she showed up after coming over from England. So she'd been flying overnight. She got in at like three in the morning our time. And, and then they're not rich. She yet. came to the station. You know, had, yeah, I remember the interview. She said she had, they all had a pile in a van or something. You don't yeah. even get like the nice Sprinter Mercedes trucks yet. So in addition to being, I mean, her voice is amazing. So in addition to being on her way up, uh, she was exhausted, had jet lag and was delightful. Okay, I I've been googling. I found it. You did. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play you some of it, and I'm gonna try to play it while we're while we're listening. I, I would love to hear your reaction. Okay. Here we go. So, uh, special guest in the studio. Well, <laughs> special guests. Sorry. Yeah. First, we have our mixed listeners. Say hello. Oh, it sounds so weird. And they are here for Adele. Welcome, Adele. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Have you been here to Santa Rosa before? Nervous I haven't been to Santa Rosa before. Stacey. But you've been to San Francisco? Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. Nice. Hmm. So, of course, uh, the big song all over the radio is Chasing Pavements. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> it is, it is huge. Yeah. And uh, the first time I saw the video for it, I was really mesmerized by it. It's so trippy. Yeah, no, it is. I love that video. It's really great. Did you have any input in that? Yeah, I mean, it had to have a pavement in it, like a sidewalk, obviously. <laughs> So that was probably my input, and I chose the boy in the car, Josh, who's I, I think is really good looking. And um, yeah. but then the kind of the dancing on the floor was Matthew Cullen, who's the director. It was his idea because mm-hmm. you know the whole album is about a car crash relationship, and I think that video, you know, there's a crash in it, and there's yeah. a couple on the floor that had never met, but then meet and fall in love, and then they're like. Yeah, so, um, Get away from but, me. so yeah, the kind of kind of dramaticness of it was uh, Matthew Cullen. Yeah, it was beautiful. Mm. Um, so I I read that you wrote that song after a brawl. With your yeah, boyfriend. oh, I had the ball. I just went into a club and hit him, and then ran out. That's what I was gonna ask. Did you actually physically like fisticuffs? You went in. Yeah, well, not 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 that. I just gave him one punch and then ran out, and then yeah. Nice. He, he didn't hit me. He didn't hit me. <laughs> you better not. That's right. So we can't play the her holy sing, cow. We can't play her singing the song because we'll get in trouble for playing her song. But if you literally just Google Adele Mix 104.9, it's the first thing that pops up. That was from 11 years ago. Oh my gosh. She had not yet received her Grammy Award. Is that why it was so easy to talk to her? Because this whole time we've been talking about how we fall apart in front of people. She's one of the most powerful vocalists and emotionally evocative and famous people of all time. But back then she, I mean, she was what, 19, 20 years old. Yeah, she was 19 years old. I felt like, I felt like I was doing a terrible job of talking to her. In the moment or right now? Listen to my voice. I was like so nervous and there was a whole room full of people and, oh yeah, I I felt nervous. Adele, Stacy would love a redo. (sighs) Hi Adele. 314-969-1065. You call anytime. Or if you Facebook Stacy and Jonah, I'll just give you my number. There we go. <laughs> now you, uh, we, thanks to the magic of podcast, had to pause it for about forty-five seconds. You ran for bathroom break, but mm-hmm. then you came back very, very excited uh, because of something we just got from the Blues. Yeah, I haven't even seen it yet. I, it's an official puck that the Blues sent to us. We each get one, and they're on our chairs at our desk. What is a fit? Well, I guess you haven't seen it yet. I wonder what official means. And I, was, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. And you were saying, and you were clearly I guess NHL licensed. Very excited right now. And I was asking you to explain why you were so excited, and you almost started to get emotional just saying it. But I mean, this is a big deal. What the Blues are potentially about to do. Right. They just won their first ever Stanley Cup game. So Jonah, you were telling me that they've. They've made it to the Stanley Cup before, but they were swept and they had never won a game. So Wednesday, 
they won their first ever Stanley Cup game. And I'm genuinely excited because imagine what that means to people who have been fans this whole time. Like, I'll admit, I'm a Fairweather fan. I just moved here. Well, that's not fair. You know, you're, you're a geographical fan. I mean, it's not it's not your fault that they just are, happened to just start winning <laughs> the year after you moved here. That's, you know. Right. So Fairweather sounds a little derogatory, so I'll, I'll just keep you from calling yourself that. Okay, well, I'm a, a new fan mm-hmm. then, and... You have it easy, yeah, because there's been people who have been waiting literally the entire tea of their lives. Right. We were talking to one of our coworkers, Joan, who... I, you know, she's so superstitious that we didn't want to ask her to talk about it because she, yeah, she would refuse. She's so she doesn't want to jinx anything. But, you know, she has been to games since since she was a little girl, like 50 years ago, for real. She's been waiting her whole life for this. We got to talk to a guy who has who was at that Stanley Cup game back in 70. He yeah. was like a five year old kid and got to watch his favorite team get their ass kicked right so just the thought of being a part of the community when this incredible thing might happen is neat to me have you ever been in obviously the stakes are not that high but have you ever been in a similar situation as an athlete like did you ever have championship games um because i have a very scarring memory of being the last out and the last hope of my team season in no. Little League. It was oh terrible. my God, you poor thing. That's so rough. Well, I was a horrible athlete, just not good. I told you this before, but I was so bad that my dad would pay me, like mm-hmm. offer me money if I swung. Not yeah. like, no, no, no hits. Not like we want you to be a better athlete. Just we want you to be a better person. Like stop being such a scaredy cat. It was like a quarter a swing or something like that. Hmm. And it was the last game of the season. And I think there was some sort of playoff implications. And I was the, I was praying that the math wouldn't work out. But yeah. of course it did. And I of was out two outs. Struck out. <sighs> so at least I swung. Or shit, did I even swing? I had the worst habit. I thought that I could just pull stuff on anybody. So I would have a habit of any time I called strike, I would always just act like... <sighs> He thought that was a strike. And then, like, try and, like, act my way to convince, like, everyone in the bleachers to be like, yeah, this ump is fucking up. This ki- all this kid wants is a decent pitch in the strike zone so we can rip it. I would I would get my eyes wide. I'd shake my All right. You say that's a strike. I'll just take every other ball anyways. Was the last out. Wait, was that Saturday night or was that baseball? Mind your business. <laughs> And I started crying, and some guy on the team was like, what's wrong? Why are you crying? And this other guy said, he got the last out of the season. Why do you think he's crying? Like, mm, but not like scarring. Not even like, cheer up, I understand. It was more like, did you see what he just did? If I did that, mm. I would feel like an awful person too. Luckily, I didn't, but he did. Well, I don't mean to be rude, but the one that is in my mind is when I won an award for catching every fly ball in a season. <laughs> I couldn't hit for anything. The only time I ever made a home run was when I swung. What the fuck? The only time you had a home... The only time? You know how many people have never had a home run? Well, I'll start with one. Me. In- the only time! What? Like they can just come by, like you just get them? Yeah. They don't grow on trees, Stacy. It was... Third grade rec level softball. You were catching. You were catching fly bot. You were. Third I was grade. right field because that's how good I was. You caught fly balls and hit a home run. Don't talk to me about not being good at sports. But I hit my finger. It was the oh, only time, like, fingy. yeah, I made a mistake and hit it wrong, and that was like the only time that I ever. Was, got a good far, hit. How far did the ball go? I don't know. I was just holding my finger and running. <laughs> and you got all the way home. Yeah. Do you blame the fielders for your home run 
or thank your bat for your home run? Um, I don't remember. Like, honestly. I just remember my owie. I just remember by the time I got to home base, my finger was gigantic and blue. I like bluish purple. got one home run. Yeah. You know the first time I got a home run in a Little League field? I was 28. Oh. Softball. And I, the elation that I felt was not I'm sure that mine was errors. Oh, my God. I was with you. Was I with you? Was that in Sebastopol? Uh-huh. I was on your team. Yeah. I was playing that day. Mm-hmm. Smack Con- dinger. Congratulations. It was at a Little League field. I was six foot four. Well, I still am. But I was like 220 pounds. Back. I was like, th- there was no excuse not to hit a home run. So f- I didn't hit one. It's because you already got your quota when you were in third grade. <laughs> I wasn't good at sports. I'm trying. I'm not trying to make it seem that way. So t- I'm not good at sports. Today, oh, and then uh, how many soccer teams did you play on? I needed a lot of practice. How many? So I, <laughs> seven. And then um, <laughs> how many, uh, have you ever scored a goal? Yes, but not and often. Did you, and did you play on offense? No. <laughs> so you scored goals <laughs> from a defense position multiple times and were on, again, how many teams? Seven. Okay, so. It was three outdoor and two Here's indoor. one thing you suck at. Did I just say three outdoor and two indoor? Suck! I suck at math. There we go. Three outdoor and four indoor. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. So today is the 31st, Friday, May 31st. So if you're listening to this today, we want to see you tomorrow. Going back to the blues, we're doing our Gloriokey. That's the mm-hmm. world's largest glorious sing-along. We're celebrating their first Stanley Cup final win and getting ready for the game that's going to be tomorrow afternoon. Yes, I'm super excited. Um, we're going to be there at 2.30. It's at 5 on your side plaza. Parking is going to be crazy and stuff, so make sure you get there. We'll we'll actually be there as of 11 in the morning. So you can come early if you want, as long as you stay for the Glorioki, which is at 2.30. 1065thearts.com for directions. That's also where you can find more of our show. We'll be back on Monday starting Did you say what five. year it was today? It's 2019. If you're, li- yeah, if you're listening to this in the apocalypse <laughs> in 2107, we were having a better time back then. Oh, I am having a good time. If you know what happens to us, send a message. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Oh, wait. Oh, cheers. Fine. I also want to play softball right now. Let's get on a team. Yeah, I'll watch it. I love my thermos. Sports. Okay.